Yo, what's up? I'm Eric. Yo, I'm Lance. Shut up and sit down. This is off the wall. So, New Year's has just passed, and Chinese New Year's is just around the corner, which got me thinking about you know some of the events and social gatherings that happened during Chinese New Year, which subsequently got me thinking about mahjong and the whole topic of gambling, which is what's going to be discussed today. Now we do have a very special guest, and I'll let Lance introduce her right now. Yeah, we got a really special guest. Her name is Michelle.、Um, <laughs> I've known her for quite some time, and、uh, she's、uh, she's she's a very special guest because、uh, she's also my wife. <laughs> that's gonna talk about well, what better way to discuss? Because most people that know her, she's、uh, the the big gambleholic that we know her. So today's topic is、uh, about. Gambling, why Asians love gambling,、um, and just some of the superstitions that、um, have you know that come with gambling. Because I I've always had this one thing that you know I I go around. I remember this one time I was at at a table just watching somebody play,、mm-hmm. and you know the minute you're the new guy just watching, and someone starts losing. Well, they quickly turn around and kind of take a look at who's around them, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I was there, and it was my wife, and she told me to go screw off and go somebody somewhere else. So, would you like to elaborate on that, Michelle? You, like you don't touch、talk? people's shoulders when they're gambling. What's wrong with you? So, so what is the what is the whole thing about touching shoulders? What what is that all about? Oh, I don't know. It's just it's just a bad luck thing. You can't you just can't change the whole chi and the whole yin yang and the balance if you're winning. You can't just go touching people's shoulders. <laughs> what was the thing about that? I can't remember. You know what? I don't know about that either. Because I actually had to. Because so me myself, I am not a gambler. So in preparation for this episode, I actually had to look up a couple of things about superstitions and gambling. And yeah, touching the shoulder, like just don't touch anybody. I guess when they're when Actually, they're gambling. Actually, Lance can't even stand near me when I'm gambling. <laughs> It's one of those he's just bad luck or something. Lance is a he's a hex. <laughs> oh man, that's that's awesome. But Michelle, let's start off from like when did you start loving gambling? Oh, I think I was like eight, nine, or ten. Okay. <laughs> my parents. Okay.、Uh, my parents. They would. Like all Chinese New Years and all that, we'd all get together. It's a big family gathering. Me and all my cousins. I have lots of aunts and uncles that live in Calgary, so、mm-hmm. they'd all be playing MJ during Chinese New Year, and they'd play for like twelve, sixteen hours. So from morning to night, we're there, and we watch them play. And when they stop to eat for like that half an hour, all the、mm-hmm. kids would jump on and they just start playing themselves. <laughs> like we play within ourselves. And、wow. then when we got older, like and we understood the game, and we had like little bit of money, we'd start playing ourselves、mm-hmm. with the kids. Did you? But we get like three tables going of three, MJ. That's crazy. Okay, two, 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 two for sure, because it'd be the kids' table and then the adults' table. So you just learned it just from watching, or like did, did your parents actually kind of teach you it? 
no, the parents don't have time to teach us. <laughs> They're playing themselves. We just sat there and watched them play. And sometimes they, we'd sit on their laps when we were younger and we'd help them grab the tiles. Oh. And then through those many hours of watching and observing mm. and and if we were lucky we got to sit there longer and help them collect more tiles yeah but uh <laughs> that's how we learned to play mj and i think that that's like a and i think that's probably why it's more i guess socially accepted in the asian culture because like mahjong which is like it's a gambling game is played socially among like in in events like this in social events like yeah chinese new years or or even just gatherings and you'll have generations of people playing right like you'll be playing your your parents your grandparents everybody's just gathering around just playing and i think that might be why it's as com- as opposed to like i don't know but uh, in western culture i've never heard of you know you every the family sitting down for christmas dinner and then after that you know having poker table going no, I think they play like board games. Yes, board games. Like <laughs> yeah, Bridger whereas, or whatever. Yeah, something like that versus us, which is straight up just mahjong. You know, which and is, big two because big two you can carry cards anywhere. That's true. Piece of paper and cards, and you're that's set. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So you started off just as a child, just playing this, and then you graduated to you know you making more money. So then, when did you start? you know, going big time, hitting it up. (laughs) (laughs) Like you mean not gambling with relatives and stealing their money and going to casino? And just playing playing some people you don't know and stealing their money. (laughs) Actually, I remember I was like, I think I was like 14 or something. And there's like gambling games on Super NES. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, yeah. There was, it was called like Vegas Stakes. Yeah, it was called Vegas Stakes. Mm-hmm. Stakes, stakes. So we used to play that, and there's all the games there. That's actually how I learned to play all the casino games, like the table games, roulette. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So you got a little bit of instruction before you hit up the casino for the uh, yeah, against. I don't the- know who bought us that game though. <laughs> That'd be kind of bad because I was like probably like fourteen or sixteen. Let me yeah. tell you, okay, it, it. She doesn't want to implicate <laughs> her parents right now, but uh, so so she's saying that you know. They bought her a Vegas game that uh, you know taught her all of this. Come on, guys, let's be realistic. She there bought no her Vegas game. <laughs> <laughs> No, there was. I guarantee. You, I'm going to like Google it after this. But there was a game called Vegas Stakes. Yep, and that's what we played. It was along the same time as like Final Fantasy. We might have to fact check that later. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. It existed. That's how I learned to play all those games. So and then, so why do you enjoy gambling? The thrill, okay. the suspense, winning. Winning is always good. Everybody likes winning. And then winning money. Ooh. But then have <laughs> you, like, I'm assuming you've lost money as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Oh, and another thing is, like, when you go to the casinos, they give you, like, free food. Like, if you stay till, like, at Poker Room, if you stay till 2.30, mm-hmm. it comes to the midnight buffet. So, so I mean, there's... Most likely a reason why they're doing that, right? <laughs> you know, free drinks, you know, everything, you know, you, you, you come in. I heard, like, I'm not myself, I've never been to Vegas, but You've is it true? You've never been to Vegas? No, I mean, like, I'm not a gambler, right? So to me, going to Vegas, I mean, I'd probably go for shows and stuff like that, but probably not to, to gamble. But, you know, I'm assuming if you're, if you're going to Vegas, is there something like where you go to hotels, if they know that you're going to be putting in how much money they offer you, like, 
cheaper hotel rooms or free hotel it's rooms or something. It's free like that. hotel rooms with limo pickup. Eric, where have you been? Well, f- well I mean, you gotta meet my family. <laughs> you guys are they VIP. Have a, yeah, they have they have a driver with your name on it with a mm-hmm. limo, and they come and pick you up, and you get like penthouse rooms. Oh my! Yeah, gosh. free drinks, free food. Yeah. So then, what are the like the usual? But it's actually not free because you lose a couple thousand, ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, but you at least you get some free food out of it. Maybe throw in a couple of free shows for you. They do give us free shows. I think me and Lance watch. Oh right, we did. I think. uh, Yeah, we watch. Oh, I. I, They they gave us like some free. Definitely like, um, you know, like uh, some vulture. Right, they'll be like, okay, come Mm -hmm. here. You get like two hundred dollars worth of you know gambling money. Mm -hmm. Right, that you have to use at the tables, so you can't Mm -hmm. just take the cash. But then they give you like. Yeah, free like shows, show tickets food, and yeah. But it's food. not free because I I lost a lot of money. <laughs> okay, so so when you go to Vegas and all the places, all those casinos on there on the strip there, do you notice that when you walk in, is it generally more Asians than because in Calgary here when I go into the casinos and you know for our listeners that don't know, Calgary has quite a lot of casinos. I don't know how many there are within Calgary. There's probably at least like seven or eight casinos. But when we walk in, I do find that a lot of times the general population is mostly Asian. Do you find that same thing in, in Vegas as well too? Yeah. Especially the big gamblers. They're mostly Asians. Mm-hmm. At the Pygel tables and even in Calgary, I feel like most of them are Asians. Okay, and I think we just have addictive personalities, or like it's just yeah. Those casinos are so good at making you feel at home. Like you see your like you see your neighbors or like your mm-hmm. you know people that look like you, other Asians, and you just become friends on the table. Is this friends or <laughs> or and then frenemies after? <laughs> yeah, if you're sitting on the same table. <laughs> and do the casinos do they kind of? kind of cater to Asians as well too. I noticed, you know, maybe a lot of Chinese restaurants are in these casinos or maybe they decorate in such a way that kind of cater to Asians. Yeah, yeah. No, they definitely do. That's why they give the free food, right? All the Asians want the free food. That's true. Well, I think, yeah, I think when you go, like like my experience when you go to Vegas, there's definitely like, like you know, some of the decorations and even coming close to like Chinese New Year, obviously they'll decorate it all mm. like, you know, very, very Asian-y kind of thing. But they do have like a lot of Asian restaurants, right, uh, mm. that are there too. So I think they, they there is a lot that they do try to cater to uh, Asians in particular. Mm-hmm. Same with the dealers too, I guess. Eh? Mm. Yeah, they speak like Chinese or yeah, the, Vietnamese or whenever my wife walks up <laughs> to the table they're like oh Miss G you're back oh, welcome yeah. here's, here's your seat this is your seat right here no, yeah, you I, don't even, I don't even have to give them my card anymore that was 10 years ago wait wait 15 years ago that was a long time ago I'm a retired gabaholic mm-hmm. retired so what are the general gambling games that Asians typically play like what do you normally play Michelle Pygo with the tiles Pygo. What is what is so what is Pygo? Is that is that is that dominoes? Yeah, it's dominoes. Yeah, the dominoes. It's the best odds because it's such an even game that they have they take a commission. So if you win, you have to give five percent commission. Oh, okay. Because okay. the odds are so good. Like if you play other games like roulette and all that, they they don't take mm-hmm. any 
commission because your odds of winning are nothing, <laughs> are really bad. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, so me myself, I don't gamble, but when I do go in there, I normally just play slots, and I'm assuming the odds for slots are pretty. Pretty low, I guess. Pretty horrible, <laughs> which is why I never really make anything in it. But to me, it's I guess the easiest for me because I just put money in, I just press some buttons, and then see what happens. I don't really exactly know how how the combinations work, but that's that's me. I'm not a gambler. But so for you, Pi Gao, is there anything else that you play? Poker. I play everything. <laughs> I know okay. how to play everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking up kind of like a list of what. Typical Chinese, like the more popular Chinese gambling games are, and they mention yeah, Pai Gao is one of them. They mention Baccarat. Is that something that you also play as well too? I never really liked it. It's like no, I... you just put money and it's heads or tails. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, see. I prefer Pai Gao because I get to touch the. Well, I get. I guess you get to touch the cards too, but this. Okay, and what Pai about Go's like uh, what about that what that high low game that sick mole game? Sikpo. Sikpo. Yeah, Sikpo. Right? That's the one where yeah. you, you kind of have the dices. Have right? the dices or, they, or they have a spinning thing or a spinning wheel. Yeah, right? that digital take... ones and they have the actual dice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a thing that I also know that, I mean, when I went to Japan, Pachinko was, oh. was huge over there. And I'm, I'm assuming, you know, Michelle, from your uh, voice right there that you've You've uh, played Pachinko yourself? Yeah, I went in and my friend uh, wouldn't really let me play more than a couple games. He said only the gangsters go there. So I was to leave right away. Yeah, He was a good boy though, so not like me. Okay, I see like just anybody go into those Pachinko parlor type places. Like people just off work and their suits and stuff like that. And they're just, they're just playing and stuff. But I know that Collecting gambling... those silver balls. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that gambling is, is illegal, right? So they have to get the balls in order to exchange for prizes or something like that. So they're not... Because technically gambling is illegal. So that's their kind of work away around it right there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, besides gambling right there, you know, you know, do you know of any types of gambling superstitions or, or something like that? Basically things that you avoid besides your husband when you're gambling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know friends that would wear specific color underwear. <laughs> so is that red? <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on the day and the time. What really? What what? So what yeah, other colors are there? There's a specific color and time for some people have lucky colors, right? But the red underwear thing is is very specific. Yeah, we mm-hmm. would always. I I don't I myself don't have any red underwear. Mm-hmm. I wish I did though. Maybe that's why I didn't win that much. But and then does feng shui kind of come into account as well too? Yeah, and that's why when we play MJ, like after every four rounds, mm-hmm. you you change seats and the winner gets to pick their seat oh because it's like a a specific time and then you want to sit somewhere that chair is lucky because it's won so much the last game yeah so like the winner after every four and the winner picks a seat so if he's always winning then he'll just always stay in the same seat then right well the winner of the last game gets to flip a flip the mahjong tile and whoever gets the east gets to choose their seat first actually oh okay okay and I heard that also, like, when you're going into casinos, you want to generally, is it avoid the main entrance or something like that? Yeah, they set up these, like, bad feng shui for you. Like, if you go in, they have, like, these, I don't, 
I don't know what it was, but they have something where like if you go in at a certain time or they have something put there so that it just mm-hmm. takes away your good luck. And then and then um I remember we were playing um Pygo and me and my sister were like winning lots mm-hmm. and then they like switched the dealer on us and then we started losing all our money because oh. we knew that we they knew that we were winning against that deal dealer yeah. so they had to switch it up on us and so did you have to I, saw, I heard something also about washing hands too like if you're losing a lot you mm-hmm. you go and wash your hands maybe to kind of change it up but if you're not losing you don't wash your hands you just stay, stay yeah put. you can't even get up to use the washroom yeah, you can't even go pee because if you go pee, yeah. you're, you might pee, pee, you're pissing pee your, your luck away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Almost got a UTI because of that. Are you serious? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yo, that'd be crazy. No. <laughs> oh, man. No, then, no, no. I went out it. <laughs> no, no, no. And then I heard that you can't say, like, the word book or something like that. Oh, shoot. Yeah. No, you can't bring a book. You, you can't, can't bring, bring a book. book. I mean, I don't know why anyone's bringing bring a, book. a book inside a casino, but but for yeah, our listeners yeah. out there, yeah, who don't know, su, so the word book is, so Chinese words have kind of like this thing where it, it can be the same sound, but it can mean different things. So su means book, but it also means lose. So if you're, don't ever say that, I guess, when you're around Michelle, because she'll punch you in the <laughs> face. <laughs> I'm a retired gamaholic. I told you, I retired 15 years ago. You're never truly retired, are you? Just <laughs> bring. But if After Lance a couple drinks, you, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, okay. And so, what are like, say, like Michelle? What are your lucky numbers to bet on generally? Pardon? What are your lucky numbers to bet on? My birthday. Okay. And everybody loves eight. Chinese people love five, 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 right? Right. Because eight means. Um, like how would that fortune. be translated? Fortune? Okay. Fortune, yeah. Eight is translated to fortune. Are there any other, like besides eight, are there any other numbers that are would be generally good luck for Chinese? 28, because you can easily get fortune. That's true. And two is two is double. So I think that might be something too, because you know, when you go into those Chinese restaurants and you do see that two, at the usually at the back, you see two, what hey like soyong hey which means double happiness so maybe that two is is another number there too i mean i know that four is a bad number so you generally don't want that and i think even in casinos in in the hotels do they even have a fourth floor a fourth floor no i don't think so some of the vegas ones don't i think they have the fourth floor but they don't have the 13th they don't have the 13th yeah they they cut out 13th floor sometimes i've seen that is the third Wait, is thirteen? That's a English that's, superstition, though. That's an that's a, so that's for Western the yeah, Western culture. Western. That's an unha- un unlucky number for them. Oh, okay, I see. So for, and I've heard that six is also a lucky number too for Chinese because it means like smooth. Continuing, yeah, continuing fortune. Continuing 68. fortune, and same with nine. Uh, apparently, was associated with the emperor of China back then. Like it means chang chang gao gao, which is like long longevity. Longevity, yeah. So, I mean, I guess basically, as long as it's not four, <laughs> you're 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 pretty good there, you know. <laughs> so, exactly. straight up, tell me something. What time did you make the most cash? What 
the time did I make the most cash? What was your know, biggest was... payout? Because, okay, I'll tell you what, while you're thinking yours, I can give you my biggest payout ever. And this was, I think it was my 25th or 26th birthday. So I got massively drunk and <laughs> me and a couple friends, we decided to go to the casino for me to kind of sober up a little bit because there is coffee there. And so like we hit up the casino. I don't play anything except slots. So, and I get, when I see like, really crazy slot machines that are, have like super bright and stuff. I kind of get, I'm like, Ooh, I'm drawn to them. So that night I saw Star Trek slots and I was like, Star Trek? Oh man, let's go. Let's do this. I slip in a 20, stuff happens and I win, I think it was $400, which to date for me is the largest win ever. A for slot machines and B for like ever because I put in 20, got 400. It was fantastic. After that, we went to a restaurant I treated them some food and and that was and by that time I had sobered up but that to me was probably the biggest payout ever 400 You're saying in one game or one night That was one game in that one night okay. <laughs> So yeah it was I don't know I just got lucky that one night with the 20 bucks in there so yeah that was that was I have not been able to and like that was like 10 years ago I have not been able to replicate anything similar or anything close to that number since yeah I just got lucky were you wearing red underwear I don't even you know I don't even know what I was (laughs) oh you weren't even wearing underwear maybe it's just going full (laughs) command (laughs) full command I don't know what I was doing that I mean I know I was drunk so I don't know what what I had going on that night so yeah how about so how about you guys you can can you think of the biggest one I remember was in Vegas and I was also drunk. They always mm-hmm. feed you so much alcohol so you let loose with all these chips that don't mm-hmm. feel like money. Mm-hmm. So I remember I did end up because we had to go to the clubs and I was like really drunk but I kept wanting to gamble but my friends pulled me away and I was up like probably like 4,500 US. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't play small. Okay. And yeah. But I was only up for maybe 24 hours because after the bar, we went back mm-hmm. and I lost it all back. So Ooh. I don't know if that counts as winning still so, because... So it's like a grand opening, grand closing, you know? <laughs> Lance, did you know about this? I lost it all this? back plus more. <laughs> oh, Lance, did you know about this? <laughs> I did not know about this. Don't worry, we'll be having a conversation right after this. <laughs> Wait, so so Lance, do you gamble yourself? You know, I was such a good boy, and then all of a sudden, I met this woman named uh, Michelle, and somehow, you know, just taught me everything about gambling. I've, I've never, you know, mm-hmm. I maybe played like heads or tails a few times, and that was it. That was like my extensive gambling, and then this woman shows up and shows me a whole new world. <laughs> so, so do you think it's like, like, was there like like an influence? Because Michelle, I don't know about you. So my parents. A bad influence? I mean, not in terms of, or more in terms of like when you started. Because my parents never, they never gambled themselves. Although my mom did teach me how to play Mahjong and stuff. They, they themselves never gambled. So, and we never really had, we never played Mahjong socially with family members and stuff. And as I was growing up. So for you, like, did your parents, were they, did they gamble as well, Michelle? Did you kind of just learn from... Like, yeah, did they hit they, up the casinos and stuff like that as well? A lot. 
Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they did. Uh, I don't know if I should be saying anything else. We'll just say they went to the casino. Yeah. Let's just put it this way. You know, <laughs> monkey see, monkey do, right? Well, it was good because we had my cousins too. So, like, we started playing Big Two. Like we said, Mahjong started mm-hmm. Mahjong, and then Big Two, and then yeah, it's just just time is like we. I think I spent thirty hours at a casino once playing poker after we learned poker. Yeah. 30 hours? Yeah. Holy smokes, man. I'm not joking. What is going on? Remember, they feed you. You don't even have to get up to eat. That is insane. So, you know, okay, yeah. I can see that. Graduating from, you know, starting off with bottle caps to like five cents to 10 cents to, you know, 3,000. <laughs> just yeah. just go like that. Fun okay. Times. Oh, that's cool. How, how about you, Lance? Did your parents, were they, were they in the gambling and stuff like that? No, I think like my parents never really gambled uh, when I was growing up. So I wasn't really exposed to a lot of that. Um, but mm-hmm. where, like, you know, obviously I think when I learned how to play, uh, gamble was really like the game of Mahjong uh, was taught by my grandma. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when she came to visit, she would be bored. So she would teach us how to play. And of course, you kind of have to play with a little bit of money, right? So we played with mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you know, pennies and nickels and stuff like that. Uh, wasn't big. And then, yeah, it just, that was like my earliest recollection of, of, ga- of gambling. It was Mahjong. And then it wasn't until later when you get exposed to like, you know, big two. So Big two, we started playing a little bit more in high school when we got together with, you know, other Asian friends. Mm-hmm. That would be the kind of card game that we would play. And then then as we were, you know, grow, you go a little bit older, of course, then you can get into the casino. Um, I do. I did. I think I got into the casino a little uh, underage, <laughs> but that's probably another story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you go to the casino and you start to learn these other games and and funny because Sikbo mm-hmm. was one of the first games that I learned to play because it was somewhat easy an easier game to play right it's kind of just pick your pick your numbers and then if if it rolls on that then you got it kind of thing mm-hmm. I didn't even know Big Two and for our listeners who don't know what Big Two is it is a uh, like a card game where you essentially make hands and then it play proceeds until the person basically whoever doesn't have any more cards in hand, but it's a, it's a game where you play poker hands out. So is, so is big two available at the casino? I didn't even know you could play that. No, 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 no. Big two is not available at casinos. We just play it amongst friends. It's just like Mahjong. Mahjong is not available in casinos, right? But you can, I mean, I, I think there's Mahjong, places that do yes. gambling <laughs> but it's not at a casino I'm not, I'm not sure how legit those places are but yeah. i'm pretty sure every chinatown in existence has <laughs> something that goes on after hours <laughs> in terms of some type of uh, underground gambling yeah you know what it's for me i think i was more exposed to gambling from my own friends as well too so you know growing up i, I never went any to any of those never got exposed to it. And then my friends were like, hey, let's go to a casino. And that's essentially where I got exposed. And to be honest, when I see some of the money that they used to make, it was pretty crazy. Like some of my friends would go there and this was during university and did just start off and 
you know, make money to pay for textbooks. They'll be like, I need to go buy some textbooks. Let's go hit up the casino. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So then they go and make their money to, to, to pay for some textbooks. So, but, but they actually <laughs> made money though. Yeah, yeah, they made they made uh, money. So they would start off small. So I think something like they would start off at the blackjack tables or something like that, and then build their money up there, and then use it for something else. But yeah, like some of my friends, a lot of their, you know, designer stuff that they used to purchase, however, were just all money made from the casinos. Now they never told me if they lost any money. Yeah, but that's all Asians or even people. They just always say they won, and they never tell when they lose. Yeah, it, it's probably because of like a, it's probably not, I mean, it's, it sucks to say you lose, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's never a good thing to, 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 to say that you lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I was drawn to that a little bit. So, you know, I had, but I didn't know how to play any of those games. So I just stuck with slots and I, for me, Let's just say I never made anything to to amount amount to pay for textbooks or anything like that. So to me, I lost a lot of it. So that's why I was like, I just I couldn't do it. So I just I just I just didn't play. So you know, that's you, me. I got I got a question. So why do you think? Like obviously, you know, you go to casinos and you see a lot of Asians. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we've we've had a you know we've talked about Asians being frugal. And mm-hmm. interestingly enough, why if we're frugal? Why do we like there's it, it, you know, there's almost a certainty that people that go to casinos aren't all winners. <laughs> and I think majority of them are probably losers. But if mm-hmm. we're that frugal, why do we choose to go to the casino? I mean, that's a, a chance to win. Yeah, a I chance think to take win it big. So you do do it. I mean, I'm so frugal. I don't even order cold drinks at like Hong Kong cafes. <laughs> but I'll I'm willing to put in a hundred USD easily on one <laughs> hand of Pygo. So don't ask me why. It's just it's just something in our heads that oh I can win, but then I can't buy myself a cold drink because I don't want to spend that extra dollar. Okay, so let me ask you both this question: Is has do, would, would either of your parents shun you for gambling? No. Well, I tell my parents that I go gambling or okay. I go to the casino and I do do slots and stuff. And they're like, oh, okay. And so they're not it. against it? They're, they wouldn't be against it unless I went haywire. Like if I, you know, walked out and I'm like, guys, I have a $40,000 debt. They'd probably, you know, they'd, they'd probably be like, okay, Eric, let's sum, sums up. You, know? <laughs> you, you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know about you, Michelle. Uh, I don't know if she can say anything because she goes. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you go in there, you're like, oh, mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, there's been many times I've seen her. <laughs> so the, and that's funny because, so I'm thinking here, like, it, you know, obviously somehow is this like, in our blood, right? Like, is this an Asian blood? Maybe even Chinese. I don't know. Um, that obviously we, it, it just, it's in there. Because I, I think back and even sometimes I, I, I watch movies, right? Mm-hmm. And like often Western movies don't have a whole lot of casino. But when you talk about like some of the olden day, like, you know, Condor Hero kind of mm-hmm. movies, we're still watching them do like the, uh, the shaking of the dice so it's like the crab fish uh yeah. shrimp 
game. game, right? Where if the dice rolls to like one of those things, you mm-hmm. win. And and you even talk about back then there were casinos, somewhat casinos. We're talking about like you know what are we talking about? Like dynasties, right? Mm-hmm. That that far back that they already portray that there was already that type of casino activity. So you know, is this that that why it's kind of in our blood because it, that's happened for so long? I mean, I think it could be. I mean, it, on top of that, you know, Asian movies, as you know, there is that series, God of Gamblers. It's kind of glamorizes gambling. You know, when I was a young kid, I'm watching these movies of these actors just walking in with piles of cash and tuxedos, just gambling. <laughs> I was like, man, that's so sick. I want to... I want to yeah. play what they're playing. That looks that looks amazing. It it really glamorizes it. it. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and I think it's probably because it's such a social game. You know, mm-hmm. like like Michelle said, like mahjong is something. It's played by you could be playing on the same table with your grandma as with your uncle, and you're yes. it's just it's just all there, and and you're, it's it's gambling right there. So maybe that's why it's just more acceptable like if if i told you know my mom that i was gonna go play some mahjong she'd be like okay have fun you know it's like so she yeah. herself she loves playing mahjong uh but just doesn't just doesn't use money with it so i, I don't know that's my take well, on that's it. that's not fun <laughs> well yeah i guess i guess so too yeah <laughs> why would you play for free for fun we're just not it's that not type fun yeah we, when you win nothing <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> let me ask you this: do, How do your parents play mahjong right now? Who? Oh, my parents. Yeah. They don't. So if because they don't have anybody to play with, so they they don't. Sometimes they'll download some apps for them and they'll play online, but it's just like versus computer. So right. that's that's about it. Yeah, I don't know about right. you, Michelle. Yours, yours, oh. I mean, your, your parents are still going to the... They're, they're there right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're closed right now. It's COVID. Oh, right, right, right. My bad. Yeah, yeah. No, but they still play MJ. MJ. Do they do online gambling too? Oh, no, 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 no. Just They just play among themselves. And, mm-hmm. and they've upgraded to the automatic uh, MJ tables. What is So the automatic MJ tables. So there's basically like you press a button and then yeah. the tiles go you push them all into the center and then they and then the tiles just stack themselves wait so they, you save time how do they don't they have to move up and then yeah so there's a mechanic me- mechanism in there so you press a button and then yeah. there's a hole that opens up in the in the middle of the in the MJ table and yeah. you push all the tiles in and then yeah. You press a button again, and then the tiles come up. That's crazy. That's, Stacked. Yeah. That just saves. Amazing. It saves like two minutes or five minutes. and then. To me, that's the hardest part of the game, stacking them. <laughs> stacking them <laughs> tiles. And, you know, bro. I mean, well, what's, what's, what's up? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying, bro, you know, trust me, Michelle has brought me to a whole new level <laughs> when it comes to gambling. <laughs> you know, things that you didn't think existed, yeah. they exist, man. Okay, Lance is he's been to the casino for probably 10 hours playing poker so let's let's not go there whoa whoa okay. lance you didn't tell me about this you just told me you don't gamble and now you're now she's oh, telling you oh, 10 he hours gambles. he gambles i'm telling you 
it's, she, I didn't want to make her look bad, but she's bad influence. I was a good boy. And all of a sudden, I just, you know, even my mom was like, well, what's going on? How come you're at a casino all the time? It's Michelle. It's Michelle. This was pre-kids. Pre-kids. Holy smoke. Wait, We're last both retired. Do you guys both uh, download online online gambling apps and stuff no. like that? No, we used to go to casino on, on dates. Yeah, we used, to, we used to do date nights at the casino. And what? then, you know, we would go to the poker table and play heads up against each other, try to win each other's money. And then yeah. person with the most money at the end of the night, well, you know, they're the winner. So they don't have to pay for the date. The other person has to pay for the date. So I guess for our folks out there that are looking for a date night <laughs> post-COVID, this is uh, this is something you could do. <laughs> you know what's funny? Not, not advisable. Not advisable. <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually have myself four uh, slot apps on my phone that I play regularly. It's all fake money, but I, I mostly play it because they allow for like free or 50% off buffet meals at, at casinos. So if I play, then I can get them for that. And that's actually the reason why I play, for the food. <laughs> for the food. For the food. It's all fake money or anything like that, but it's uh, it's actually allowed me to learn a bit more about how slots work. Granted, it's probably not the best odds, I guess, but, you know, whatever. It's, it's, I enjoy it, I guess, you know. You're wait. You're giving up time for free food. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I just play a couple rounds every day, and you know, hopefully, I can go. Better to than playing Pokemon. This. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's a, that's a whole new topic right there. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. I do. I do have a question mm-hmm. for any of the listeners out there because obviously, I don't know. But you know, here's the thing I think about. Right? Is in China. There is no casinos. Like gambling is actually illegal to gamble in China. So they don't have casinos. Um, But there is a place, right? Macau is obviously like China's Vegas. So do you think that the reason why, you know, Chinese people or or, I guess I can say Asians, but Chinese people like gambling so much is because they can't really gamble that much in their in in the country so when they you know come over or go somewhere else they're gambling because they're like yo this is the one thing we can't do in our country mm-hmm. that's so i'm interested so any listeners out there or mm-hmm. i don't know maybe give me your feedback on that eric about what you think i mean that could be a reason uh you know i mean not to say that they're probably not holding underground gambling rings <laughs> basically in every every city village you know (laughs) guaranteed (laughs) guaranteed but i mean that could be a reason since if it's considered like taboo or yes and there's only one place to do it to go do it but i mean i don't know i I guess even in calgary here there's like so many casinos and they're always still packed with asians eh? it hasn't it hasn't kind of they haven't been like uh, I can go tomorrow or I can go there. They're like, oh, no, I'll just go every day. So I, 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 <laughs> Well, it's interesting because, I mean, obviously, like, you know, you look at the Western culture, you know, there's casinos, uh, you know, everywhere, right? Even mm-hmm. in the States, there's probably little smaller casinos. Uh, obviously, Vegas is, a, is the big place, but mm-hmm. it's not like it's illegal to gamble, right? So there's a lot of, you know, sports betting and all of that kind of stuff that happens. But I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of weird that China 
doesn't allow this like why not because in some ways that's another business right there right that could open up opportunities for them so for sure for sure i should have a question too so michelle since you do like gambling law do you actually do this in real life do you, do you find yourself saying hey i bet you that this 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 and this 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 or something like that do you find yourself doing that as well Every day is a gamble, isn't it? What? Why? <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess so. Or like, no, I bet on everything, though. Like, even like sometimes me and Lance would make bets on who has to do the dishes. Oh like, man! Yeah. <laughs> this... But but mind you, she is very competitive yeah, as well. So oh, it's not okay. just it's not just about winning. She's very competitive in like sports and whatnot. So maybe that might have to play with. Why she's such a gambleholic? I don't even let my kids beat me. <laughs> do, <laughs> speaking of kids, do you plan to kind of no. teach them mahjong? <laughs> no, so that's no. a no. <laughs> no, I want them to know. I want them to know the how to play and just the think, culture and. Yeah, I think you're right about the sense that you know, like you you can have any generation, right? The kids mm-hmm. could be playing with the grandma, could be playing with a great grandma, right? And mm-hmm. could be playing with your parents all at the same time. And and it is like socially, it's good. It's just, I think when you have too much, like if you get, uh, how do you say, if you play for too big, right? If the mm-hmm. dollar amount becomes a high amount, I think that's where you can get into trouble, right? Because people, like you said, you don't like losing, and then on top of mm-hmm. that, it's family taking your money. So if it's a friendlier game, then it's kind of okay because it's a socially okay game, right? As long as you can control it. But I think once you start to get into those higher denominations, then those relationships kind of get a little, uh, yeah, get a little sour, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Well, I just want to say thank you, Michelle, for coming on today and telling us about your gambling experience your history as well as you know basically bringing lance to the dark side well i don't know if it's called the dark side but the gambling side you can't change somebody who didn't want to be changed (laughs) that's true (laughs) thanks for having me (laughs) and yeah we'll invite our listeners if you have any if you agree or disagree with the asian culture of gambling let us know if you want to have you know some stories you want to share to us about some of your past payouts or 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 whatnot you can let us know too you can give us an email at offthewalk.info at gmail.com or you can just reply to us on or comment on us on social media all right thank you all right see you guys bye